What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 429th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ Will here. I'm launching an investigation into Cub Foods and their carrot cake. I suspect they are including an ingredient in there that is an, of an addictive property, possibly nicotine. So I, don't, I don't know, but I can't stop eating their carrot cakes, and, and I've got to get to the root of this. Greg? In the wild, in the wild, at said Cub Foods last weekend, I saw a person write a check at the cash register. Like, what is this, 1988? <laughs> I, I literally just sat there and rudely stared because I had no idea. Like, I'm like, we're on a camera show. What? Why is, where did you even get it? And like, the cash register person that was clearly confused as to what was everybody, everybody around was like, I have no idea what's going on. This is the no, weirdest thing we've ever seen. I'm pretty sure the last time I wrote a check at a grocery store was about 2009, 2010. Somewhere around there. Oh, yeah. That's 10 years ago. <laughs> plus, plus COVID time, which is like yeah. a million. So, <laughs> I mean, you're going to sit there and make that whole transaction longer. At least they had a mask on. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little thing. <laughs> It's a, it's a little it's a little pieces of of generosity that we really like in these days. All right, we got a loaded show here for you all. Y'all, Did something happen? Uh, I don't know. They announced you know a little a little something called DLC. Oh, the Gen Four remakes are here. I mean, Sweet. it was not. That's not like it was like wow. This came from out of nowhere. It it's was true. like. Gee, you finally got around to it. <laughs> they did I mean, say autumn. It would it would be more exciting if they announced Pokemon Sleep, but sure. Mm. They did steal your joke, Greg. Just I FYI. Know. Who stole the joke? What joke? Oh, Pokemon. Pokemon stole Greg's joke. So mad at them. Greg was the first person to say Pokemon go home and sleep. I'm sure and that's they... far from true. No, no, I have it documented on the it internet. Is documentation. Yes. And then and then they're like, oh, we're going to advertise that you can do XYZ, Pokemon Go Home. Ha ha. Where's my sleep, buddy? Yeah. I'm suing. This is all part of the bigger lawsuit. Taking them go. all down. And there's a lot of Pokemon Go news. So those are the two things we're going to focus this episode. I think we'll just get the Pokemon Go news out of the way because it's more uh, disappointing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> start with the good stuff, I guess. Yeah, let's start with sure. the good stuff here. This is all Pokemon Go Live.com. The official Pokemon Go website. September 30th here. Enjoy a limited time free remote raid pass every Monday from October 5th through November 30th. Now, can they only be used that day or can you build them up? You can build them up. Read me this. Read me this press release, please. Uh, each remote raid pass will be available for a week. You have to check the in-game shop to claim it before it's gone. Rem reminder, you can only have fewer than three to claim the remote raid pass. What does that mean? It means if you have three, you cannot claim a fourth one. You have to use one and then claim it. 
The most you can hold is five, but you can only hold five if you're holding two and you buy a three pack. But if you're only buying, if you're receiving a free individual one, you have to have less than three to grab it. It's really silly. I think the only reason they're doing this is because remote raid passes are technically discounted at this point, and they don't want people to stock up on the discounted price when they decide to change it to the non-discounted price, I'm assuming. Well, I mean, you limited it at three. Just let us build them up. It's not like it's costing you anything, and it is literally safety measures. Like, I hate the fact that it's, oh, you get three. That's it. It's like, come on. I, th- I mean, they're just punishing the whales at this point. I've seen plenty of very hardcore whales stock up on 200 plus remote raid passes during that Christmas bundle where the, not remote raid passes, regular raid passes or last year's Christmas bundle, which was one of the best prices. Joke was on them where no one was using regular raid passes this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they will eventually. Yeah, they will eventually. And they don't go bad. True. They do take up storage, though. They take up storage. Controversial storage space. Okay, so free raid passes. Get them. Or, what is that, seven free ones? But you can only carry three, so get them and then use one. If if you're caring that much about remote raid passes and you're not using at least one a week, maybe you don't actually care about remote raids. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you saving them for? I wait for my good friend Steve to text me, and it turns out 90% of the time he goes elsewhere. No, 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 no. I always text you two first. But yeah, but you t- only text us for the garbage raids. Yeah. I don't want to do Houndoom. Houndoom. I don't Doom care is for the Houndoom. New raid. It is the new, it's mega Houndoom, well, first of all. Well, okay, you didn't say that in the text. <laughs> all you <laughs> oh said was. God. Literally, wait, the, the entire transcript of the text message, I believe, is the word houndoom. Houndoom. That is, that is literally <laughs> what we got texted. Houndoom? houndoom question mark. Now, right. we, one, I did connect the dots and figure out, oh, you mean the new houndoom raid, because you don't like to talk to us normally unless we are giving you something. This is all in the lawsuit. No, mm. the one that I have is Houndoom in 10, which is... Yeah, I got that one. I got that one. Which I was going to respond no, because I was at work. I have a job. I can't be raiding <laughs> Pokemons at all hours of the day. And then yesterday, Houndoom in 10 again, which I did not see. No, the one the one yesterday was Houndoom, Houndoom in 10, 10 minutes. Min's. Min's. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mega Houndoom both times, to be fair, which is the newest Mega Pokemon. Oh, I got my Houndoom candy. I'm out of it. I don't need any more Houndoom. <laughs> I don't care about Mega Houndoom. I just know. I just want the Pokedex entry. Okay, this is also off Pokemon Go Live. We're not getting to the bad news yet. Look we have forward- a lot to talk about the bad news, don't we? <laughs> sure do. Uh, look, uh, look forward to autumn-themed Pokemon berries, bonuses, and Deerling coming Yay, as finally. the seasons change. From Friday, October 9th through Monday, October 12th, the, the bullet points here are whether it's spring or autumn where you are, plants are flourishing around the world during this event. Berries will be twice as effective when you give them as treats to your buddy. 
You will earn twice the amount of candy you normally do when catching Pokemon you pin up. Berries will also drop more often from photo disc stops and gyms. Pokemon can sense the season changing. You can expect the following Pokemon more often in the wild. Oddish, Vulpix, Bayleaf, Hoot Hoot, Pseudowoodo, Yanma, Pineco, Zigzagoon, Seedot, Shroomish, Plant, Cloak, Burmy, and Fungus. This list of Pokemon makes no sense together. Uh, they're all buried. What do they have? What do they have to do? What does Zigzagoon have to do with seasons changing? I think Zigzagoon is like the thing that collects the berries in Hoenn, right? It's like a berry I mean, it's, hoarder. It's a raccoon. They <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, they, I mean, they they collect trash all the time. Fungus. So I mushrooms have, grow. Yanma. Yeah. Because it's like uh, spring and growth and like bugs and wildlife and fruits and vegetables and plants. Pseudowoodo is a rock. But it would like to be a plant. But it's a rock. It Look, should know what it is and stay in its lane. Dreams don't have to be based <laughs> in reality. That's why they are dreams. Look, if you, I can give you a multi-hour-long lecture about how my dreams are clearly not based in any reality. <laughs> Correct. And yeah, so you don't even need the lecture. You know my life. I know. I I, I watch am it. I watch a it. A pseudo if you're lucky, trainers, you may encounter a shiny Vulpix, originally discovered in Kanto. That extra line is probably because there's been confusion around Alolan Vulpix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Autumn-themed Pokemon will be hatching from 5k eggs. Deerling, the season Pokemon, will be making its Pokemon Go debut. The turning of seasons changes the colors and the scent of this Pokemon's fur. Keep an eye out for the autumn form of Deerling. So I had a coworker. We were in like the the work Zoom based happy hour on Friday afternoon, and he's mm. like, "Oh, did you hear the news?" And I was like, "What news, dude?" His only interaction with Pokemon is Pokemon <laughs> Go. Fine, whatever. He's like, oh, they're going to release a new Pokemon. I was like, what Pokemon are they going to release? And he's like, Deary, Dearly. Dear. And I was like, Deerling. He's like, oh, yeah, that's the one. I was like, oh, yes. There you Dreepy. go. It was new. They're finally releasing Dreepy. 11 years ago. Exactly. I mean, which form is the best form? And why is it winter? Uh, winter's pretty good. I like a good spring. I like the spring, dearling. Blossoms in the antler. All blossoms? Right. Yeah, isn't it like cherry blossoms in its antlers? Yeah. Yeah. Also off Pokemon Go Live, Pokemon Go integration with Pokemon Home coming soon. Trainers, plans for Pokemon Go integration with Home was announced back in February, and we know you are eagerly awaiting the update for this feature. We are excited mm -hmm. to announce the integration with Home later this year. When this integration goes live, limited time events will be happening in Go, featuring particular Pokemon. You'll be able to activate the mystery box once you send a Pokemon to home from Go. And if you open the mystery box during the celebration, you will have a chance at a shiny Meltan. Uh, stay tuned for more information on the celebration and how to send Pokemon you've caught from Go to home. And that's it. Uh, I believe in the trailer they said before the end of the year. So we yes. got... Yes. Correct. So... The last week of December. Right. Yes, it's Pokemon Bank all over again. 
I mean, they're going to put it off as long as they can. I have a logistical question here. Mm. Is this is going it... to cause the drama that's going on around it? No, okay. my life is all drama. I know. Is it possible in the world of Pokemon to have a Melmetal in Pokemon Go? Yeah. Yeah. I have multiple Melmetals. They're really yep. good for Team Rocket. I thought you had to send it to Let's Go for it to evolve. No, you cannot evolve Meltan in Let's Go. You have to evolve it before you send it. Yeah. Oh. Four billion candies. Yeah, you had it backwards. Okay. Thank you for that piece of clarification. Pro tip. And what's the special we get for doing this? Hold on. It doesn't say in here. Hold on. Pro tip. The berry week. You get double catch candy. Mm-hmm. Use your Meltan box during that week. Get the double candy on the Meltan. Then when the home integration comes out, you got more Mel medals than everyone else because you stocked up, because you listened to the show. And then you trade those Mel Metals for the mythicals you're missing, like the Zeraoras or the Magirnas or the Volcanions. But anybody can get a Mel Metal. You are. Mm, let me tell you about Twitch. Let me tell you how many people don't play Go and beg people for Mel Metals because they don't want to play Go to get it. Mel Metal yeah. is tradable, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Now that you put it that way. It's like, but I know all those people that only play Go who have Mel Metal and don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got a shiny Mel Metal, and that I'm not trading that for nothing. I think I have a shiny. I don't care about it. So there is something on the Japanese website that people freaked out about, and then it was later changed. Um, but it seems like there is. I'll I'll just say what it is now because what it was doesn't matter anymore. What it is now is that there is uh, an FAQ on the Japanese website about Pokemon Go to home saying that there is a cooldown on sending Pokemon from Go to home and that there will be coins to alleviate the cooldown. And that's pretty much all we know. We don't know what the, cu- the cooldown is. We don't know how many Pokemon you can send, quote unquote, for free. We don't know if any of this has to do with the premium subscription for... Pokemon Home, which I think all three of us have. Yep. And we don't know what the coin cost is. Uh, I did a pretty artificial slash lame poll in my Twitch chat uh, the day that this was announcing, you know, just what people were comfortable with. And almost everyone said that if it was five Pokemon a day for free that you can transfer, they would be completely happy with that. And, you know, I don't know what the... Just guessing, you know, pay a hundred coins for another five. Otherwise, you have to wait twenty four hours. Or you, you, you know, th- this is right. not new to any anything mobile at this point of paying coins I mean, to uh, get rid of the t- countdown. We all knew it was going to cost money, right? They charge you for storage, and they want you to increase your storage in the game. So the fact that there was going to be a coin cost. Shouldn't have been a surprise, because why would they give up their cash cow of running out of space for whale collectors and not charge you money to move them? I'm surprised there's any hint that there's going to be X amount that are free. I definitely can't imagine they don't give a minimum one a day for free, which I think is kind of lousy. Yeah. 
I mean, they probably give maybe one one a day for free, but <laughs> I mean, one of their big money makers is increasing storage. Like that is one yeah, of the things a, they charge for. There's a cap for that, though. Eventually, like what? You're at what? Four thousand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, a- out of four years, and they increase it, what? Maybe a thousand? Not a thousand a year. What is it? Like maybe on average seven hundred a year? Because we're four years. It's caps at like three. Th- I don't even know how much you start with storage wise. What four hundred? Yeah, something like that. I think they make way more money off incubators and way more money off raid passes than they do storage. Because there's there's I mean, they, there's no I ceiling mean, on that. I mean, probably, but also, I mean, that is one of their things. Like every community day, I'm like, do I dump a bunch of stuff or do I buy some storage today? And sometimes I buy storage, and sometimes I bunch stuff. I bet, like, I bet most of the times you buy storage because I'm in the same exact situation. Most of the time you buy storage is because you don't want to put the time into looking through your old Pokemon to figure out which ones to delete. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so it is it is it is uh, every way they seem to make money is purely off time <laughs> and your time oh, yeah. like i don't want to oh, wait yeah. for this i don't want i don't want to do this today right so i will rather I mean, pay so... the two dollars so i don't have to spend 10 minutes to look through my old pokemon <laughs> but i mean we know that i mean i there are a bunch of people that were shocked that it was going to cost that there was going to be a cost to it, and I don't know what company they think they're dealing with. Yeah, and I, I, I made this point, and not a lot of people like the point, but you know, if you wanted Jirachi back on back in the day, you remember this, Greg? I still have that disc. You, you. There's one way to get Jirachi for six mm-hmm. years. I looked it up from. The Coliseum bonus disc to the first distribution in the U.S. to everyone else. The only way for six years was the Coliseum bonus disc. So not only did you have to buy a $60, sorry, $50 spinoff game, Coliseum, whether or not you like that, it's not the point. Then you had to buy a $20 specific adapter. It wasn't the link cable. It was the GameCube to Game Boy Advance adapter. Mm-hmm. Just to get one Pokemon into your copy of Ruby and Sapphire. Yep. You could get more, but that was yeah. the only way to get Jirachi for six years. So I, I I guess the argument is, and then people are like, well, that was only a one cost fee. Yeah, one cost fee for one Pokemon. I, the point I'm making is, <laughs> this, is, this, this is this company has been nickel and diming people oh, yeah. for 20 plus years. And I feel like with Go... People are like finally seeing that, but it's always been there because it's more frequent now. But it's way more frequent now. Yeah, like you could find. So I mean, if you had a bunch of friends, like let's admit it, when you were a kid, if one friend had that bonus disc and one family made that investment, you oh, could you... give that out to all your friends. Oh. You were the hero, right? <laughs> you were the There's... one getting. You were the one getting the bribes. You were the one getting oh, yeah. to borrow the good video games from your friends. <laughs> yeah, you were the hero. There are no heroes in this one. There are no heroes in moving your own stuff to home until you get your shiny mail metal that you're going to trade for Zara Aura or whatever you want. The other question, though, is how much are people dumping? You could be like, well, I have, you know, 300 shinies and I'm a, I'm close to a free-to-play player, so I don't have that much storage. So, yeah, I want to dump the shinies. I'm dumping all... The minute I can, I am dumping all my shinies out of Go. <laughs> like, 
They are just sitting oh, in there yeah. doing absolutely nothing. But you wanna you wanna hear a funny story that's that that I don't know. It's funny to me. The last time Greg and I were together in person <laughs> in the same place collecting Porygons, I I ran out of storage in Pokemon Go. I got a little alert on my screen. Cannot capture any more Pokemon. You're out of space. And I was like, Greg, let's go sit on a bench for a few minutes so I can clean out my Pokemon storage and, and make some room for some more Porygons. Fine. That's you know a natural reaction to the situation. And the way that I clean out my storage is like I feel like I only need one of every Pokemon. So if I've got 200 Patrat, you know, I, I keep one and 199 go goodbye. But here's the thing. As I'm sitting there clearing out my Pokemon storage... Greg is staring out into space enjoying the day. He could have taken that opportunity to clear I, out his own storage. I had already cleared out my own storage before we had arrived. Sure. And sure. I had purchased extra storage. You were at brunch with me before we had arrived. I am talking about earlier in the day. I have a life in this house. I was wow. prepared. I think that there will be a one to ten. This is me speculating. I think it would be one to ten Pokemon that you can move for free. I think one is very stingy. I think ten is actually pretty awesome. And I think five is is is, is a good number. You're saying per day, right? Per day. So you transfer yeah. five you transfer your five shiny Porygon to home and then there's a cooldown and you gotta pay if you if you're impatient and you Pay 100 coins that alleviates the cooldown. I don't know if it's 100 coins. I'm just guessing. I think, though, they need to still make anything that touches home, they still have to make that worth it to premium players. Why am I premium if I'm not getting special treatment? <laughs> well, you're getting 5 million boxes on home. That's your special treatment. So what I, more I, do you want, greedy? If the Pokemon company was smart, I, I would argue that for the most part, I would say yes, because... The, Opinions they, vary. <laughs> because they continue to make money off of all of us. If the Pokemon company was smart, they want to keep adding hooks every way they can to convince a user to get premium. Because that is $16 a year, probably for the rest of our lives. Unless at some point we just go... You know what? I don't care about Pokemon anymore. I'm walking away from the entire series. <gasps> no! Once you have thousands of Pokemon in home, you're paying for those memories to be alive. Because you can't move them anywhere else. I mean, I guess you could dump the ones you care about into Sword and Shield and then hope your Switch doesn't break because there's no backup solution for Sword and Shield. But it's just like the Netflix thing or the Google Photos thing or the Hulu thing of how do we make it so you continue paying and or forget that you have a subscription here. I just can't see them not giving any benefit to a premium person. I mean, I guess okay. they could not. And just I mean, I would imagine that a premium person would probably get the same as uh, an upgrade cost. So you could move 50 for free a day yeah 
the the other thing too is they could be like, hey, it's going to be one a day, and then in like six months they're going to be like, hey, it's three a day, and then in a year it's going to be like, hey, it's five a day because <laughs> and then a year is like just dump it. Yeah, because that's what ultimately happens, right? If they allowed everyone to dump all their Pokemon, okay, on December thirty first when it goes live, everyone dumps their Pokemon. Okay, no one uses this now for the next <laughs> year. <laughs> So if they're preventing uh, okay. server overload with this, the, I w- what uh, I can see an opposite issue of if they give a bonus to the Pokemon Home Premium people, all of the Pokemon Home Premium people that don't play Pokemon Go and don't have anything to transfer are going to say, well, "What do I get out of this?" There, sh- there, right? there'll probably be a distribution, right? What was the thing before? If you transferred from bank to home and you were premium, you got like a Rotom and an Eevee and a... Yeah, but what if I just don't play Pokemon Go? I mean, we, we know what the, the thing is. You, you're going to be able to Gigantamax your Melmetal. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't play Go, so... I mean, I do play Go, but I'm like the hypothetical, like, I only ever played the video games, never played Go... I, I pay for premium because I love all my Pokemons and want to keep them yeah. forever. Now you're giving a special bonus to Pokemon Go players. But they already did that. What do I get? I, I pay the same amount. I, yeah, I don't know if that matters that much. Because like, uh, if the only way to get Meltan and Melmetal, unless you were to trade, was to play Go and then transfer it into Let's Go. And then Let's Go into Home. And I don't think Let's Go... Co- I don't think Let's Go convinced any non-Pokemon players to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like a lot of the non-Pokemon Go players I talk to, they just don't have a phone that's good enough. And they don't care about having a phone that's good enough. Hmm. I don't think, I, I don't think I've ever ran into like, a, a, a Pokemon fan with like an iPhone 10 being like, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that person exists. <laughs> but I feel like every non-Pokemon Go player is like, Oh, I just have a budget phone, and I don't really care about upgrading my phone. True. All right, rough math. It would it costs a hundred and six dollars, roughly, to go from your starting three hundred storage to the three thousand max. A hundred and six dollars. Yep. Yikes. So, <laughs> I mean, that's not nothing. No, it's not. But a hundred dollars out of four years. Whereas, like, I'm sure the whales... $100, $100 out of four years for just one part of the game. <laughs> I would when say it's most, a pretty important when, part of the game, though. But when most AAA games are still in the $60 range, that is a good deal. That's like a lot of... That's like a good deal for them. They are getting more than a AAA game for for a game that has... Uh, many other reasons to spend money in it. How many people do you think actually maximize their storage, though? People who paid for premium for home? A lot of them. I would love... We should do it. We should do some sort of poll. I would love to see how many people... I would I would bet a lot of people have probably upgraded their storage, but not to the max. I mean, I haven't upgraded to the max, but I have definitely upgraded my storage. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're talking about giving a benefit the 1699 versus the 106 that they charge to max out your storage there is going to be a balance there somewhere my pro- my problem is this though i have 5000 pokemon in home and i have 3000 pokemon in go 
And I used to be the person that was like, oh, I want one of every Pokemon in Go. But I... But I have one of every Pokemon at home, so why do I need two of every Pokemon? <laughs> you don't. At that point, like my only thought process is one: I I need to clean up my Pokemon home before this happens because I'm very limited. And why I do, I don't need one non shiny Weedle in home and one non shiny Weedle in Go. What am I going to do with that non shiny Weedle? Am I going to meet somebody that's going to be like, I don't have a Weedle, and I'm going to be like, Well, it's your lucky day, buddy. I got one. Do you want to trade? I got one. So exactly if, one. If anything, I dump. So I have I have close to 800 shinies. So I probably dump 600 of them into into home. Mm-hmm. And then I have how many legendaries? Because I refuse to throw away a legendary. I have 400 legendaries. So that's 1,000 Pokemon between Chinese and... Wait, you have 400 legendaries in Pokemon Go? Yeah. I've never what thrown one away. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> no, this has I got have to start an intervention. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's imagine that each one of those legendaries costed a dollar. Oh gosh, I that's a lot of money. Okay, here's what am I gonna do with nothing? Fifty-two genesect. When Niantic reaches the end days, we are not trading these things to get food. They are just for us and our memories and your emotional attachment, Mister. I would pay any money to get my wedding photos back. That's uh, all. Thousands of people would, though. I know, but okay. Here's the thing, though. We also have, like, if you're going to do your poll, like, how many people just play Pokemon Go and nothing else? Like, is home, is a premium for home, a sixteen ninety nine enough of, to get, what is it, 3,000 more storage? 6,000. 6,000 more storage? I mean, that's a way better price than trying to upgrade all of Go. Yeah, but you're not upgrading... There's a difference between upgrading your storage in Go and upgrading your storage in Home because in Go, you still see and access those Pokemon. In Home, it's a one-way trip. They don't come back. Yeah, but what are they going to do with them? I, I mean, how many I've been asking been like, myself that question for four years. What like, am I doing with all these Pokemon? <laughs> do we have confirmation that you're not going to be able to transfer things from Home back to Go? Yes. yes. Yeah, they've confirmed that. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, so they have a living Dex. Like, they have... One of everything normal. So the the other thing is why would they move it over? You cannot trans. This is the other thing. You cannot transfer a Pokemon from Go to Home unless it's already registered in Home. So you just can't dump these Pokemon. You need. Wait, what does that mean? Translate that into human. So I have I have fifty two Deoxys sitting. Gosh, fifty two Deoxys sitting (laughs) in my Pokemon Home. Right. I did fifty two raids to get a shiny. I got this the shiny on 52. This is why I have 400. And I cannot transfer any of those Deoxys unless in my Pokemon home, I have registered a Deoxys already. Yeah. From another that, game. From another, another game. non-Go game. So, oh my God. How does that even system. work? Yeah. It's wild. Because that's probably what they don't want. They don't want... Look, they've always been really weird. This is not Niantic, right? We we are all right. in agreement that this is the Pokemon this company. Niantic, this is this the is same the company, company that was like, you want to move Pokemon from Gen 4 to Gen 5? Shoot some bow and arrows into a bush and get those Pokemon over. Like, 
they're the weirdest company when it comes to transferring your Pokemon. I don't. I mean, the legendary thing makes a lot more sense with Crown Tundra, right? Because every legendary is going to be in there. So in that way, not being able to transfer over till you have it is a a weird encouragement to buy this DLC and play this other game because all of the legendaries are going to be in there. All of them. So there will be no problem moving them into home at that point. Yeah. And you're probably not going to be able to uh, move over like Mew or Victini or Celebi because you only get one. Right. But like Genesect, Darkrai, Zapdos, Mewtwo, like those should be fine. I don't think any yeah. of the costumes are coming over. I don't think Armor Mewtwo or uh, Milady Shanks is going to come over. Oh, I think they will. Why wouldn't they? They specifically say that, you know, not all... I think they specifically say some costume Pokemon will not move over. Yeah, flower garland ones. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of a weird limit since it can't go into any other game. Like, why wouldn't you just put it in home? Because I feel like at this point I'm valuing my va- putting more value in my 6,000 home storage <laughs> than I have my 3,000 Pokemon Go storage. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, once once I can start dumping Pokemon, whether that's five a day or ten a day or one a day, um, I think it's just going to lead to me deleting just more Pokemon that I wouldn't have normally deleted in Go. Like, why am I holding on to all these unknown? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm holding on to them because every once in a while I need to trade them, and it's a good thing to trade, but... Yeah, but why am I, why am I holding on to, like... Or Ninetales, unless like the Ninetales is lucky, or unless that Ninetales is like good for taking out gyms, it's really easy to get a Ninetales in literally any main series Pokemon game. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I wanted the thing where I wanted the thing where I wanted one of every Pokemon in in Go. At that point, I'm just eating my own storage, and I'm not doing anything with them, and I probably don't plan on trading them. Th- there are some Pokemon I mean, I'd hold on to to trade, like, I don't know, of course a lot, I guess. To completing your, there are still benefits, and there will probably still be benefits in completing your Pokedexes in Go. Like, they've done that before. So there was a reason to be able to complete that, but, I mean, holding them after that, like, you, there's never been a requirement to hold on to them. Right. I mean, uh, the other thing I would do, too, is, like, uh, I have, um, like, one shiny, uh, what's a shiny that I have that, like, I have one shiny coughing, for example, in Pokemon. I'm not going to trade it. It's my only one. Uh, I'm not going to use it for battles, because it's garbage stats. What am I going to do with it? So my thought process is, well, I don't have the shiny dex entry for wheezing in Go, so if I don't have the dex entry and I don't plan on trading it and I don't plan on using it in battles, why don't I just evolve it, get the dex entry, and then transfer it into home? Because otherwise, if I just transfer it, I still don't have a shiny wheezing registered, so now I gotta find another shiny coughing. Same thought process, probably gonna be bad for raids, bad for gyms. And then before anyone says, well, you can put shinies in gyms and flex, we still caring about that after four years? <laughs> <laughs> We never cared about that in the beginning, so. The only gyms at this point that impress me are gyms that follow some sort of theme. Like, oh, cool, all these Pokemon are blue. Or like, oh, cool, all these Pokemon are fish. Oh, cool, all these Pokemon are blue and are fish. Good to see you, Basculin. I think this whole thing is just wrapped up in disappointment. Left, right, center. 
<laughs> There's like no way you can look at it without being disappointed. I mean, I'm excited to free up space. I mean, I, I'm less true. excited that I can't dump all my sunglasses squirtles. But but we also live in a world where it's like we 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 were going to buy premium anyways, right? We're we're gonna we're gonna buy in. We've already bought in. We've bought in with our souls, Greg. I know. Steve, obviously, 400 legendaries. I mean, each and every one of those is like a raid. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> or a special research completion. To be fair, that's only like 100 legendaries a year. To be to fair. To be fair? That's $100 a year that could have gone to charity. Yeah. Or our salaries. This is so <laughs> that, going into that a lawsuit. Too. Hey, if, hey you guys are, if you guys are missing Zapdos... <laughs> I got plenty I'm not to missing trade. Zapdos, I'm and not I've even got shiny Zapdos. Zapdos, and I have shiny Zapdos. Oh, can I interest you, you in a Heatran? No, what? I have all the Heatran that I have are very special memories that you clearly don't care about because you're just like lumping them into well, everybody else. I know, else. and he he keeps forgetting that special day that we spent together. <laughs> what about Latias? Latias? Can unless I? Unless they're unless they're kissing, I don't care. I got one more bit of good news. Wait, what? Did, you okay. have, did you have anything else, Will? You sound like you were still no. ranting. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> All right. Now we get to the bad news. The, the go to home stuff wasn't the bad news. That was the spoiler. Trainers. Over the past few months, we've been making temporary changes to go, adapting to the changing global environment. That means the pandemic. Some of these changes will remain implemented for this foreseeable future such as the ability to rem remote raid league, changes to go battle league, the increased distance that you can spin at stops and gyms. We thank you for your feedback. The following temporary bonus will remain to improve go. You can hold 20 items in your 20 gifts in your bag. It used to be 10 if you forgot. You will continue to receive three times the stardust and XP for the first Pokemon catch of the day. I didn't know that was a bonus. I just thought that was part of the deal, but okay. Incense duration will remain at 60 minutes. Used to be 30. When possible, people are generally encouraged to spend time outside, go on walks, and exercise for their mental and physical health, all while social distancing and abiding the health and safety re recommendations. Starting Thursday, October 1st, the following bonuses will be modified. Hatch distance will return to normal for eggs. The increased effectiveness of incense will now apply only while walking. Your buddy Pokemon will now your buddy Pokemon will now bring gifts when you nearly run out. This will happen only once a day. I feel like this never worked for me, but maybe because I always had full gifts. You will still have a higher chance of getting gifts when you spin a Pokestop. However, you won't be guaranteed a gift. Incubators will be included in more boxes in the in-game shop. For a summary of active bonuses, keep your eyes on special. Additionally, we are monitoring the global situation, and we will work hard mm. to reschedule previous planned live events for 2021. Health and safety are important. Be aware of your surroundings. So we don't have to spend... We don't have to focus on how <laughs> the pandemic is still here. I don't think a lot of people want to hear and, that. But and still upswinging. It has gone up recently. The timing on this... Pretty not great. Pretty bad. I think Pretty the, dumb. I think the big thing people were upset about was the in, the incense itself. I think if Niantic came out and they said everything but the incense, I actually don't think people would have cared. No. Because eggs are still garbage. If 
if you're buying yep. eggs, you're a sucker. Or not eggs, incubators. If you're buying incubators, yes. There hasn't really been anything good in eggs recently. I guess they put the bow smoochum in eggs, but there's like a there's like a spin three Pokestop that will get you bow smoochum so you can get smoochum without needing to hatch. If, maybe, I don't know, maybe the people buying incubators just really like Feebas. I'm not sure, but I don't like Feebas, so I don't need to spend money to see Feebas more often in my day. But I think the I think the incense was the big thing people were upset about, and I think mm-hmm. the timing on this was very poor. Although, yes. knowing the Pokemon company and Niantic, they probably planned this a month or two ago. Yep. True. Which... Sort of, you know, and things weren't awful. <laughs> well, things are yeah, things have been were. bad, but they weren't su- they weren't as bad as they are now. Yeah, but if you're going to say that you're continuously monitoring the ever evolving <laughs> global event, and every outlet and everything is saying there is going to be a fall uptick, and that winter is going to be awful because it's all back to enclosed spaces, then you then you would have known that going into this. Here's the thing that's frustrating about the incense incense thing. Not only is it only affecting, like, only while walking, but people who have difficulty walking or difficulty moving or anybody who had, who, where that is a barrier, we're getting a huge benefit out of this game that is now gone for no really good reason. Like that. Well, money. I mean, money for that, but you still were buying money for incense. So. The increased effectiveness of incense while walking hits on multiple bad levels, not just like, hey, get out and walk, but for people who can't do that, this momentary wonderful thing is now just taken away from them, again, for not a great reason other than money. It's kind of a really bad decision. So I think if the Pokemon Company slash Niantic would have expanded on this, I think people would have been less mad. Prior to the bonuses, what would happen with an incense is if you were not moving and it lasted 30 minutes, you would get one Pokemon spawn every five minutes. That is what was never, never been confirmed by the Pokemon Company, never been confirmed by Niantic, but it doesn't take a, a data programmer to sit in a spot Turn on an incense right. and then count, okay, five minutes I get a spawn, five minutes I get a spawn. Now, when you were moving with an incense, it changed from five minutes to, I think, three minutes, if I remember correctly. It's been yeah. so long. So, if you were moving- Which was still terrible. Every three minutes, you get 10 and, a, 10 and 30 minutes. Otherwise, you get six and 30 minutes or something like that. When they changed it to an hour, you would get one spawn every 60 seconds, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. People have tested this new incense as of October 1st, and this is, this is the big communication flaw here. This is what it says on Niantic's official website. The increased infectiveness of incense will now only apply while walking. That's not true, though. So what we know now is if you are sitting still... In your house, not moving, the new incense is every 90 seconds, significantly better than the five minutes what it was before, not as good as the 60 seconds. So if Niantic just said this, people wouldn't be that upset because yeah. it's not that bad. It's, it's not a, that bad. It's, it's, it's not that good. It's it, not great. The I timing, mean, it, the timing n- n- not so much. 
the timing of it, but also the accessibility of it. Like, just, <laughs> just understand, like, like this one thing helped a lot of people. And changing it back is just, there's no great reason to have done that. Even if, even if you came out and said, hey, we're dropping it to 90 seconds, you're still saying to people, if you are unable to go outside and walk, we are heading into winter, or you're unable to go outside and walk for many, many reasons, you, you don't get any benefit from, you don't get the extra benefit from this. It, it is a weirdly ableist stance, and it's coming at an incredibly weird time, and it's definitely something they did not need to do. They really could have left it. I mean, I think it would have almost been better to say incense duration drops back to 30 minutes, but effectiveness is still there. Like, that would have probably been... Mm, a, a, I would have. I like, I like the 60 minutes way more than 30. Yeah, but 60 minute, 30 minutes affects everybody equally. This one doesn't. And that's a problem. Like, I would, I would take 60 minutes, 90 second spawns over 30 minutes, one minute spawns. And the reason I would say that is because I thought the one minute was very fast and I couldn't multitask. Like, I just felt like if I, if I left the app for a little bit to check Twitter or to respond to a text, I was missing a spawn. And then I felt like I was wasting my 80 cents. Oh, your 80 cents was wasted, but <laughs> so, don't, don't worry about how you feel about that. Because I did, I did a lot of um, at-home streams with, with That's the, a very perceived problem. That's, that is your perception because you are multitasking. Yeah, like, that yeah. Is, that is your experience because you want to do other things, so you want the cushion of 30 minutes. That doesn't affect how other people interact with this game or make that better. This This having to get a better spawn rate while walking does affect people very unequally. Whether you perceive it or not, the reality is, is if you cannot walk, you are going to be punished. Well, yeah, if you're mobility impaired, yes. Yeah. Are we... If you can't walk, you can't go outside, you can't do something, you're still trying to be safe in a global pandemic that's in an uptick, all of these things are punishing yeah, Those but, people that, that uh, uh, in in a way that it doesn't punish equally. I mean, that's that's a fundamental problem with the game from the beginning. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so, that's not new. I mean, it's not new, but they didn't have to make it worse. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. They instead of saying, "Hey, by making this change, we actually had a greater benefit than we had expected." Let's keep this let's change. Get this They're change. saying we're just going to ignore that greater benefit because right. you know shareholders. I don't think it's that bad, though. I don't think from sixty seconds to ninety seconds is the end of the world. I think it's not the. It's I think they the just should the have communicated that. It's not the end of the world to you. I I, this, I don't I do not does, think that change alone ruins the game. You are getting maybe it, it, maybe I can't do the math real quick. You're getting what five less Pokemon an hour, but you're still getting thirty plus Pokemon in an hour, as opposed to the six. Pokemon you would have gotten on the incense that we had for three years. And that was and if you were moving, you would only got ten. So what they're saying now okay, is if you're not moving, <laughs> you would have gotten past, like forty. And now if you are not moving, you get like thirty-six. The past being bad and then being fixed, and it isn't a great example to say, hey, it was really bad before and they fixed it, so now it's less bad isn't a great argument. But to say like, oh, we're getting four less Pokemon, this is awful, is like, that's that's really like, 
I, I don't know. I'm not a Pokemon accountant. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not looking like at I would assume that most people tables. listening to the show didn't just assumed it went back to normal once every five minutes, but it went from sixty seconds to ninety seconds, which was not communicated, which was why people were upset. They thought that like, oh now what's the point of even using incense? These two companies are so bad at communicating things. If they would have just said, you got "Hey, that right," instead of instead of every six, um, you know, sixty seconds, we're changing it to every ninety seconds. I think most people would be like, "Yeah, uh, okay, fine." And if you're moving, you're gonna get more Pokemon, which I don't know. I wish I did. I don't know with the old incense. I don't think it mattered if you were moving or not. Because I you, think it I, did. I think you were just getting one every minute. I don't think you could make one. I don't. Well, if you could make a spawn in like 45 seconds, I don't think you could. Unless you were fast catching, I don't think you could catch nonstop. But the timing on this is bad. I'm not saying the the timing is bad. The communication was bad. The decision is a little questionable. I, I think if this if this was if this was not both of these. So hatch egg distance will return to normal. Like, I don't. Fine. The only people complaining would probably be the people who buy 10 incubators a week and put their phone in a sock and spin their sock in a circle to hatch. <laughs> I thought you had to spring, I had to do it in a, in, a, in a Pringles tube. I thought that was the best way. But you go, hey, hey, hatch distance returns to normal. Oh, guess, guess what's this week? An egg event. Huh. The timing uh-huh. on that. And then you mm. go, the, the increased effectiveness will only apply to walking. Okay, well... Everyone's mad because you didn't actually say what you're doing. And if you would have said what you were doing, people probably would have been like, okay, I got to wait an extra 30 seconds. That's not the end of the world. It still lasts an hour. But they probably could have just waited till January 1st. They should have waited till January 1st. Because even though we all know deep down the pandemic isn't going anywhere January 1st, everyone has this like thought process of (laughs) new year, a new year. Niantic really just... They need more people on these decisions on how to communicate. Like, they just they just need to sit down and be like, okay, let's let's think about how we message this because they are so weirdly secretive about the dumbest things, and it just serves to make people mad. Ingress had the same rollout. Actually, I wasn't sure if this was like the Pokemon Company forcing Niantic's hand here. Ingress has the same rollout roll on things. Ironically, Harry Potter Wizards Unite still has all their safety features. They did not roll back any of them. So it seems that Warner Brothers said no. The only reason I bring that up is because people are very quick to blame Niantic. But why didn't the Pokemon company step in if they also didn't care? If Warner Brothers cared, Niantic listened. Where's the Pokemon company? <laughs> Say, let's not roll some of these out right now. (sighs) I don't know. It's frustrating. I mean, yeah. Pokemon Company also is very Japan-focused, and their experience is vastly different. Take a break. Mm. And then we'll talk about Crown Tundra. Zelda's good. I don't hate Zelda. Zelda's good. It's like boring and bad. Zelda's good. Interesting. Zelda's good. Wow, wow, you found me! Oh, good God. There's probably a horse at some point. 
Hello, hello, hello. It is the beginning of the month, and it is also the month where the Crown Tundra comes out. So if you would like to support, if you like the podcast, if you like listening, if maybe this is, uh, you've been listening for a while, maybe you want to support, perfect time. Uh, we have a Patreon, like every single podcast, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash it's super effective, or just very easy to remember when you're out of your car or when you move from your home office, which is your living room, to your actual office in your house, ise.cash. Those are two ways to find, or in the show notes, if you can't remember. But if you want to hang out with the 300 plus people in our Slack community, uh, when the Crown Tundra drops, if you want to chit chat with other people, trade, battle, uh, we have monthly competitions, we have an Animal Crossing channel, we have a book channel. Uh, we have a, a pen pals channel if you want to send mail to other ISC fans. We got it all. Uh, so if you want to support us on Patreon, it goes a long way because I, I do this for a living. I'm a, a IRL Pokemon trainer, I guess, delivering you uh, very late Pokemon news every single Monday with uh, extremely opinionated thoughts. And, and uh, Greg and Will are there to keep those in check. Uh, also, Patreon rolled out uh, yearly subscriptions, so if you didn't want your credit card getting charged $2 a month, you can just sign up at a 10% discount for a full year, set it, forget it, don't worry about it, you're in the slack, boom, easy. Uh, so if you're interested in supporting the show, listening to the podcast, patreon.com slash it's super effective or ise.cash. Uh, and if you can't, no big deal. Thank you for listening to the show regardless. Uh, and they have also shown a new Pokemon called, I don't know how to pronounce this, so you guys can correct me. Nakadandalay? Nakadandalay? Isn't it like, just like Nagandel? Nakadandalay? We are back. This was sent in by Brandon from our Slack off Pokemon.com. Brandon, Brandon is always raising controversy. I, <laughs> I'm. We need an investigation of that dude right there. Compete in the Battle of Legends online competition. This is a tournament co com competition allows trainers to have one legendary Pokemon or one mythical Pokemon on their team. You can battle against Pokemon like Mewtwo, Lunala, Zacian. Uh, if you participate in at least one battle, you will get 50 battle points. It will take place Thursday, October 15th until Sunday, October 18th. Um, the Pokemon you are allowed to use are Mewtwo, Mew, Celebi, Jirachi, Reshiram, Zekrom, Kiram, Keldeo, Cosmog, Cosmoem, Solgaleo, Lunala, Necrozma, Magearna, Marshadow, Zeraora, Meltan, Melmetal, Zacian, Zamazenta, Eternatus, or Zarud are all allowed. Do I get a t-shirt? No, just battle points. I'm out. I think I'm sitting this one out. I'm out. No, well, no, I was going ball. to ask. T-shirt, nothing for me. 
I was going to ask uh, Mr. Pokemon Continuity, were there any issues with Legendary versus Mythical on who was allowed in this particular competition? You got them Ultra Beasts. No, the only, the only Mythicals allowed are the Mythicals that have been allowed in Sword and Shield. Yeah, but it's the Legendary Battle Tournament. Battle of the Legends. Yes, not Battle of the Myths. <laughs> I don't know why you would do a legendary when mythicals normally have better base stats. Better move oh, I pools? I don't know. I mean, everybody's going to use Mew because Mew's cute. I think Mel... Is Melbattle not the choice here? Like, what fire legend are you going to go up against? Uh, Reshiram? Reshiram, Zekrom? yeah. Victini. Vic, uh, Vic, is Victini Victini is not allowed in Sword and Shield. Yeah, I guess Reshiram. Maybe... Mew with flamethrower, I guess. Mewtwo with flamethrower. I think Melmetal is probably the safe bet, though. A Marshadow is fighting. Take your steel down. That's true. There's a whole bunch of counters. Look at you. And I didn't even, I didn't even have a coach, and I know how to defeat your team already. Well, now you've got to enter the competition, Greg. No, because no T-shirt. I'm holding out. Is also off Pokemon.com. There's a new raid rotation. Wild area update October 1st from set. This goes until Saturday, October 31st. You can find ghost type Pokemon like Gengar, Driftblum, Dusk Noir, and dark type Pokemon like Hydreigon, Grimmsnarl, Morpico. They will appear more frequently in max raid battles. If you're missing Gigantamax Gengar or Gigantamax Grimmsnarl, here's your chance. They're pretty easy to find. Yeah. I have a particular issue in that. Now, when I play Pokemon every day and I get the little badges on the left-hand side of my screen of, like, here's what's going on in the world, I don't recognize the silhouettes of the <laughs> Dynamax <laughs> of the raids. I'm like, what is that Pokemon? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen them all, but I, wow. There are some ones out there that I'm like, I don't recognize that silhouette in the slightest bit. It's gotta, a Jigglypuff gotta, from above. You gotta up your Pokemon game. I'm not upping my Pokemon anything until I get that shiny Snome. So whatever positive vibes people can send me from the universe, vibes. thank you. All right. And then that will be my last day on Snapchat. I'll be Aww. freed. This is off uh, this is the, the press release email the Pokemon company sent on over for the trailer here. This is September 29th, today of the Pokemon Company, and Nintendo has announced the Crown Tundra, the second set of downloadable content for the blockbuster Pokemon Sword, this, the, this is their exact words, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield video games, will launch on October 22nd. So technically 22nd for the US, 23rd for Japan, UK, everyone in the future. I'm assuming it's uh everyone's getting at the same time, just like... Mm-hmm. Isle of Armor, so it seems when that we... When did we get Isle of Armor? What? When did we actually get... When did it drop? The US got Isle of Armor Isle of Armor at, like, what, 11 a.m.? I remember. remember. they did the they did the direct, and then they dropped it after the direct. Because we woke up early, we got the trailer, then they said come back next week for something else, and then the next week was Pokemon Unite. So it was very weird, because we got it on a Wednesday. Was Pokemon Unite really that long ago? Yeah, 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 we're going to get it Thursday night, Japan, UK, Europe, Australia, they're getting it Friday morning, 
Cron Tundra trainers can explore a vast, frigid landscape, Unova confirmed, with jagged, snowy mountains and drifts of glittering snow. And the expansion pass is available for the eShop. Trainers will have the opportunity, and starting on November 6th, trainers will have the opportunity to purchase bundle packs consisting of the Pokemon Sword and Shield base games, as, uh, as well as the corresponding expansion pass, which includes both the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra. These bundles are well suited for trainers who have yet to embark on their journey. This was kind of obvious. We've talked about this for months that there's no way they're not putting out an updated version on shelves before the holiday. Yep. Yeah, true. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that was a given. I'd be curious if like Target Walmart pulls the old copies at this point. I don't know. I mean, they probably have both because I mean, I don't I don't know. Is it a different price? Like, is it? Oh yeah, uh, they did not show. They, did, they, they didn't show price, so we don't. I, like, I'm assuming it won't be sixty bucks. I mean, ideally Probably it would be not. ninety, but if they're yeah. putting it on shelves at ninety, that seems really high. So, usually, I don't know. I could see them pricing it at eighty, but that still seems a lot. I, I mean, if they put it at sixty, that that that'd be yeah, a, a heck of a steal for people <laughs> who have not played yet. That would probably move a lot more than... Mm-hmm. Mm. During the video presentation, Ishihara, president and CEO of the Pokemon Company, also unveiled a newly discovered Pokemon, new games, and exciting in-game bonuses for Sword and Shield uh, or the expansion pack, as well as the updates to go. We already talked about that. So the newly discovered Pokemon, there's two of them. One is Galarian Slowking. Uh, which is the poison psychic type Pokemon with the ability Curious Medicine, a Shelter Bite set off a reaction between chemicals uh, by Galarian Slowking's brain and the species in spices inside its body, causing Slowpoke to gain poison type when evolved into Galarian Slowking. Slowking has been observed uh, uttering incarnations in order to communicate with others. And appears to chant incantations, 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 and appears to chant mysterious spells while move while using moves in battle. Galarian Slowking's ability, Curious Medicine, is a new ability introduced in the Crown Tundra. The other new Pokemon is Gigantamax Melmetal. While Gigantamax, the mythical Pokemon Melmetal, can use its flexible, elastic, liquid metal body to land punches even when the opponent keeps their distance. Steel-type attacks used by Gigantamax Melmetal will change into G-Max Meltown, a powerful move that slams the opponent with shockwaves and swirling liquid metal. This move not only deals damage to opponent, it prevents them from using the same moves consecutively. That actually seems like a pretty good G-Max move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if somebody's using, like, a Focus Sash. So what is that one called? Torment? Is it Torment that stops you from being able to? Yeah, Torment, I think. Yeah. So it's it's torment and a regular steel spike. Movie. Well, torment yeah. that does damage. Torment on a stick. A curious medicine. The ability for Slowking. Uh, it re- it removes. Um, it normalizes your stat changes. So if you were like negative two attack because of intimidate, when Galarian Slowking comes out, it will change that back to normal. Only affects you and your partner. Um, does not affect your opponents. But. I mean, if you, but it also affected if you had built it up, right? Like it resets. Yeah, it resets everything. 
Yeah, so it resets an ally stat changes. So if you got a defiant boost or whatever, it go away? Mm-hmm. From my understanding, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I think Galarian Slowking is not going to be good and competitive, but who am I? Oh, somebody well, time think? date stamp that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay, so think? it's signature move. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, eerie spell. It it removes the PP minus three. Depending on the last Pokemon, like depending on the Pokemon's last move. So, for example, if you were fighting a Primarina that's going to Hydro Pump and they PP'd up their Hydro Pump, they would have eight. So it would bring it down to they use the Hydro Pump, they're down to seven. You use Mysterious Spell, Eerie Spell, Eerie Spell, and then it brings it down to math time four. So they can still use Hydro Pump again, but one, that's assuming you survive. <laughs> Two, that's assuming that they planned on using the move you planned on removing the PP. And three, what if you just knocked them out instead of worrying about how much PP they have? Yep. <laughs> I mean, but this also works on things like Sucker Punch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would work on any move. And I think it depends on on how beefy Sloking, Glaren Sloking actually is. Right? Like, yeah. If it's a if it's a defensive tank, because Sloking already has regular Sloking has pretty good defenses, doesn't it? Mm, I don't know the stature distribution between a slow king and a slow bro, but slow bro isn't that beefy. I know that for sure. Uh slow king's base stats uh defense is bad, but special defense is hundred and ten. That's good. That's a good number. Pretty good. So I mean it it depends on what they are going to do with it but i could see that being a a way of getting rid of some of those moves or like if somebody sets up trick room right does trick room doesn't have a lot or trick room is eight as well yeah i mean you're eating away at those things. i don't think i've ever I trick roomed more than twice though <laughs> which is yeah i've never <laughs> seen a competition that's been won by eating up somebody's pp it's just no. I think the other that doesn't happen until now. The other thing too is like I believe eerie spell is a psychic type move. Yeah, but if we're, if if, if Indeedee's coming back or uh, Tapu Lele is coming because they're lifting the band on the sixteen Pokemon when series seven starts, you you have easy ways to set up psychic terrain, and I doubt that eerie spell is going to do a hundred and. 10 damage and why would you just not use expanding force expanding force hits both pokemon it does 110 damage it gets the 20 percent boost in psychic terrain so again uh, who cares how much pp they have if they're dead <laughs> yep Slowbro has those stats the defense and special defense swapped so Slowbro's defense is 110 and oh special okay defense is 80 so they're swapped between Slowbro and Slowking. good to know so the question is is that is that similar swap going to happen in Sulking? So if they swapped attack and special attack, what is Galarian's what is Galarian's Sloking stats? I mean Slowbro's stats. Do we know? Mm, Slowbro has a high special attack. I know that for sure because I used one. So is it possible that they would swap them and that Slow way? Sloking has a physical attack? Well, okay, Glaren no. Slowbro attack is 100 and special attack is 100, so... Yeah, I wanted to say they're, they're normally mixed attackers. Curious. 
Galarian Slowbro is, is it's the same stats as Cantonian Slowbro, so I'd be curious what they're gonna do. I I have a real question about Galarian Slow King, which has pretty much occupied <laughs> my mind since the moment I saw its actual its its image. Does it see through the the shelter's eyes? The or shelter is, is in control, clearly. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm just <sighs> Yeah, the shelter is totes in control. You can see the the uh slowpoke eyes are are in there. Yeah. You can see them under the crown thing. <sighs> so I was hmm I don't know. This is a Luke Skywalker on the Millennium Falcon thing. It's trusting it's trusting its partner to be its eyes. It also pours goop out of its shell holes, so does I it really? Don't I didn't notice that. I want to hear oh. shell holes ever again. <laughs> Here, I'm sending you the link where the picture is. In Dynamax Adventures, players will team up with three other trainers and explore Pokemon Den, where Dynamax Pokemon are said to lurk. Instead of mm. the regular Pokemon mm. team, players and their fellow trainers can choose Pokemon that they will temporarily use for battle. Rental Pokemon. They must have been listening to the... Go fans and how much they love to rent mega <laughs> Pokemon. I think <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to bring we're along getting, into the we're step closer to Bam and Mo Dreams. That's all I'm going to say. Put it in here now. Of the dens, players will have to work together with their three teammates in a max raid battle whenever they encounter a wild Dynamax during their exploration. If they win the battle, players will then have the opportunity to catch the Pokemon, and one of the trainers can swap their newly caught Pokemon. Or the Pokemon they've had before. Trainers will d- dwell deeper in the den with endless Dynamax adventures, which enables players to play until they lose a battle. Okay, so this is one of the big features here. This is the yeah. uh, team up with three people, go into a den. At the end, there's supposed to be a legendary Pokemon. Yep. Still a lot of questions not answered here. Number one, do you only get to catch one legendary Pokemon? Number two, does everyone get to catch the legendary Pokemon, or is it just the host? Number three, I think the rental thing is actually fine, because it prevents people from just doing, like, Greg brings Eternius, I bring Eternatus, Will <laughs> yeah. brings Eternatus, and the last person brings Mewtwo. Marshadow. <laughs> Wait, explain the rental thing to me again. Um, so when you go into it, you will get presented, I think, with four different Pokemon. Yep. And you'll see all their moves, you'll see their held items, and then you pick... And everyone picks a rental, and then when you battle the first Dynamax Pokemon, then one of the four people participating can take the one they just caught and then swap it out with their rental. Yeah. Well, swap it for the rental that they started with. So yeah. I cannot bring my own Pokemon. No. No, you may not. <sighs> this sounds like the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon people <laughs> well, snuck in at night. Like, let's not kid ourselves when it comes to current Dynamax battles. You pick the Pokemon, you're like, I'm fighting Rhyperior, I'm going to bring a water Pokemon. You're not, you're just spamming the same move. There's not, there's not like there's, the only maybe exception to that was, uh, the like, the only exceptions are like maybe Clefable and like the Mewtwo stuff. Like Clefable, the only yeah. difference is you start off using Taunt, uh, so it doesn't minimize. But it's not like... What we've had for the last year has been incredibly difficult because, hey, if it's a rock-type Pokemon, I know what it's weak against. 
True. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that, like, in the pictures, you see that there are paths, and, like, you can go down a path where it looks like you get a doctor, or you go down a path where it looks like you get berries, and, like, you get to choose which path you want to go down, and it does list, hey, if you go down this path with this doctor, you'll be fighting a fairy type. So, it does seem at least there is some level of strategy. Mm-hmm. What I'm curious is, is if these dens will show you the legendary that you can get at the end, and that's like how you choose to go in. But like this branching pathing path is pretty uh, Greg, interesting. you know better than that. What's going to happen is it's going to be like, you don't know, it's a mystery what Pokemon's going to be at the end of the den. And then like, a day later, somebody's going to be like, I data mined it. And if you're entering the den and there's a gold rock in the upper right hand corner, it's going to be one of these four Pokemon. If there's a silver berry in the lower left hand corner, it's going to be one of these four. I'm like, oh, already, already I'm disgusted with things that haven't even happened you yet. Are, you are just making things up. The data um, miners just live to they do. to remove the joy from playing these um, games altogether. Do we think that all of the dens in Crown Tundra will be these exploration dens? Gosh, I or hope do not. we think there'll be some regular ones? I thought I saw the um like the little purple light dealies in the, in the ground. Yeah, they have in dens the um, through the Crown Tundra. What Greg is asking are all the dens in the Crown Tundra, this, the new dens. Right. So, uh, like, if I wanted to do old dens, I have to go back to Isle of Armor. I, yeah, I would find that hard to believe. I, I would want the new style dens that let you go deeper, as they say, to look different. Yeah, I would agree with you. Because I don't know if I want to do new style dens with computers. <laughs> Yeah, and but then also it's like if I'm on the Isle of Armor, like if I learn how to go deeper into the dens in the Crown Tundra, why can't I then, when I go to the Isle of Armor, do it there? Why, when I go to the wild area, why can't I do it there? Uh, they were copy and paste broke. Yep. <sighs> this screenshot of like a trainer standing in the path and the arrow mm-hmm. and the berries, it looks bad. Why? It just, this overview, it. <sighs> It just doesn't look good. It just looks very... It looks artificial. It looks fake. It looks like a Flash game. What? Like the like the trainer, like it's a very flat surface, right? Like the background is flat and then the Pokemon silhouettes are flat and then the trainer has like slight 3D to it. Wait, are you looking at like the overhead of the map? Yeah. Yeah. Where it says fire, fairy, bug, psychic, rock, and then there's berries. This is the screenshot I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at the same it looks one. Bad. I bad. Yeah, I mean, but a lot looked bad before it was actually moving. Yeah, like, maybe a mo- yeah, maybe a movement that looks better. I mean, there could be a whole bunch of things going on here that's in this screenshot. That I mean, this is just a still screenshot. Uh, well, but also, my previous statement again, it's just Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. And that that game didn't have that great graphics, so that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> you are all hate mail can go to Will Anderson. Oh, the hate mail is gonna come from one person, and once I delete <laughs> Snapchat, they won't have any way to communicate with me. So 
I'm, you know, I'm, ex- uh, I'm excited. I hope it's good. I, I still have all these questions about the legends and yeah, and whatnot. Like, I mean, I'm, I am looking forward to being able to do like four people getting together doing this whole like, hey, let's rent these Pokemon and do this thing. Like the endless Dynamax adventure sounds like. A yes. good Monday night raid night there, thing. There is yeah. an endless mode where you can just keep going. I think this has already existed, but in, in the dojo where you can you can keep going for yeah. whatever mustards uh, restrictive sparring. I think it's called. Yep. I don't. Know. You've been doing it for a week. I know, but there's no there's no reason <laughs> there's no reason to what like yeah you can get. I mean, for bragging rights, I guess you could be like, I went to 15, and then you know what, what's going to happen? This is what's going to happen. It's like you go to five for, so if you don't know what restrictive sparring in, in the Isle of Armor, what it does is you pick, you pick which type you want. So let's say you want um, water, and you have to bring three water Pokemon, and then you have to do five battles in a row. You can heal twice, up to two times during these battles. And then you you have to win five, and you have to do that for all 18 types. And if you were to do that for all 18 types, you get an exclusive shirt, which is what the Diglett thing should have gave you. It should have gave you a shirt that said, I I did the Diglett thing. That's what the shirt should have said. I did the Diglett thing. So Here's the most important question. Is the shirt worth it? To me, no. I think it's an ugly shirt. I just want the shirt to show that I did it, and I have the shirt. I was here on this date of the concert when they were in Milwaukee. I just want the shirt to show that I did it. So 18 types, five battles each. What is the math on that? That's like 70 some battles, right? It's a lot of battles. And so if in restrictive sparring, if you get paralyzed, but you still have full health, you go into the next match being paralyzed and you only have two revives and the computer can use whatever they want. So if you're, if you're doing three water Pokemon, because that's you're doing the water challenge, Guess what? They're bringing electric, they're bringing grass, they're bringing things weak to, super effective to you. So it kind of makes you feel like the gym leader. And I would argue that if you're not EV trained and you don't put held items on, it's actually pretty hard. But there is an endless mode there. Once you get to five, it'll say, do you want to keep going? And I guess you can say yes. And you can maybe go to like 10 or 15, but you know what's going to happen? You're going to be like, hey... I got to 15 in restrictive sparring the other night, and your friend is going to go, I've never done that. What is it? Because I feel like Basically. no one has ever talked about restrictive sparring. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to break everything down like that, I mean, bragging only matters to you and the one person that might know what you're talking about. Like, that is all of shiny hunting. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just Great. saying for um, the endless adventure here... What? Yeah, but the endless adventure here could be going to find more legendaries in a row and having a chance to catch them, right? Like, there could definitely be a reason, like, I'm going to keep going down here and see what the next legendary is and see how many mm, I bet it doesn't. I can catch in a, in a, in a set. I bet that there are... De- I bet that you get the legend after five, and then anything after that is just normal Pokemon. Because in the, in the restrictive sparring, you get... I think it's 30 battle points when you get to five. And then everything after that is just like three battle points, three battle points, three battle points. I, I'm ass- uh, Yeah, I'm assuming once you get the legend, he asks if you want to leave or if you want to keep going. 
But I guess we don't know. But also, like, what do you get? If in restrictive sparring, if you're getting battle points, what is this giving you? Um, Pokemon! <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess Pokemon, but, like, is it giving <laughs> you, like, armor right or is it giving you uh, experience candy? Do you want to be with these people even longer? Do you want to suffer with I Dean, mean, Noah, and Isabel for more battles? I thought I wanted to be with you, but apparently it's just Will and I and whoever else yeah. wants to join, because you're yep. a party pooper. With the Crown Tundra, trainers will be able to encounter every legendary Pokemon that has appeared in the main series video game. Players can find and catch legendary Pokemon during their travels uh, in the Crown Tundra or while on Dynamax Adventure. And then just keep in mind, some legendaries will only appear in Pokemon Sword, others will only appear in Pokemon Shield. What a ripoff! <laughs> it's almost like they've been doing this for 20 years, too. They're doing distributions for Pikachu. Uh, all these had Pikachu that were in Sun and Moon and then came back in Sun and Moon. Um, are, they're doing it again. So if you're missing out on the hat Pikachu, uh, there's a bunch of those. Okay, quick, 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 quick sidebar question. In the legendary list, it shows Urshifu. Mm-hmm. Urshifu's legend. Are, are we assuming there will be Urshifu 10s? So you can get mm. the other so you can get the other one. So yes. like if you went water. You can get the dark one that way. Yes, that's what I'm assuming. Okay, this is important for me to decide what I'm doing with my Kubfu when I do my sword DLC. You keep it as yeah, a Kubfu. They, they need to. Yeah, I need to keep that Kubfu for my living decks. Yeah, just put so, just put yeah. the um, Everstone on it. Everstone? I mean, I just get it and don't have to do anything, right? Because if I can get a dark one from these legendary dens, then... You can, you can go through the whole done. tower with an Everstone, and when you get to the end... Um, Mustard will say, like, oh, I see you don't want to evolve your Kubfu. You don't have to. But you can complete the DLC yeah. without evolving it. But why would I want to go through the tower? So you don't have that marker on your map all the time? Would be the only reason, I think. <laughs> you get one legend, right? There's no way they're going to be, like... <laughs> There's you no way they're going to be, like, you get, like, three Urshifu by just running dens. I really bet the host is the only one that can catch the legend. No, 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 no. It's everybody in the in the raid, just like raids always are. Yeah, maybe. I guess. I mean, if it's not, then that 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 exclusivity hurts a lot. It's no different than any exclusivity. I only get one Kyogre when I play Sapphire. I only want one Groudon when I play Ruby. The only time they threw you, the only time they threw you a bone was in uh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, where there's like, here's two Blacephalons and here's two Stockatakas. Yeah, but like in this current, in the current den thing, if a sword person threw up a den, you could still catch the one from across the way oh. without having to do a trade. Yeah, but what's, and that would be a huge change for this one. What's stopping like? What's stopping the host from just resetting themselves? The three partners catch and then they just run it again. And they're like, all right, here you go. Here's unlimited Owls Elves. <laughs> and nothing, but they haven't done that so far. They haven't put that limit in on anything. That's why if, yeah, that's why if the limit is only the host can catch, then there's no point in the host resetting because they were not, they're not resetting yeah, for the other three. I, yeah, and then I there's don't... no point in anybody doing raids with you no, because, yeah, because it's like, like, I'm not getting anything from all this hard work. What? One, you're getting the Pokemon up to it. Two, do you really want to do it with CPUs? 
Yeah, why not? Uh, it doesn't matter about what I want. I I could not want to do it with CPUs and still have all my friends not want to do it with me because they don't want to waste their time on getting all those uh, stun fists. No, I help you get your uh, Zygarde. You help me get my Zygarde. Do you think that's how the world works? You're imagining things. I get my Zygarde and I'm like, sorry, guys, I got to go to bed. Sorry, work early tomorrow. As Bye. somebody who's done a lot of Destiny raids. There are a lot of those people, yes. <laughs> I mean, I just think, like, that's a big departure from how they've set up all raids going so far. I can see them really changing the odds, but I don't think they'll just say, oh, only the host gets it. I mean, they, they let us do Mewtwo and say, hey, you can't catch Mewtwo. Yeah, but nobody could catch But nobody Mewtwo. could catch it. What if this happens? What if oh, no one geez. catches it? It then forces the Pokemon to spawn in a point of the game where you walk up to it and then you can catch it. Because how are you going to soft reset for it? Why do you have to soft reset for it? Because These days. people are going to... Okay, people already hate Sword and Shield. And now they're going to be like, oh, you can't get shiny legends. You can get shiny legends. You just can't soft reset for them. Okay, so even if all your friends are all going to catch the Landorus... Do you think all your friends want to do this one in 4,000 times? <laughs> so then, I don't that's why think the, the designers there. of this game are making design choices around anyone's ability to maximize right. their opportunity to get a shiny Pokemon. Yeah, they Sorry. are. They have purposely locked Pokemon. They know that players do this. They are definitely making these decisions. <laughs> Well, no, they make decisions to stop people from getting shiny right. Pokemon. So if not they're to making decisions to, for, to stop people from getting shiny Pokemon, then why would they not make the decision of we don't want you to get 200 Landorus by just resetting? Again, if the host resets and the other three catch, the host does it again, and then it's just unlimited Landorus. Well, I think we're in a time of unlimited Landorus. That's a, that's a very depressing time. I mean, they haven't done it for anything else. They just haven't. We've been dealing with why aren't you getting unlimited G-Maxes? Yeah, and they've why had a full year unlimited... to figure this out. And they haven't done it. This is the what? update. Yeah, what makes us think they're going to... Like, they haven't even... Like, they have that year. They didn't change it with the last update. This is the first time catchable legendaries will be in raids. So, to say they've never done this... Yeah, I guess, but they've never done this for actual legends. They gave us two towers what... for Urshifu. They gave us one Urshifu. They clearly care about limiting what uh, they they clearly over the years have cared about limiting legends. Yeah, or but then they put Urshifu It's all been back. an accident. It's all been coincidence. <laughs> you're, 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 yeah, you're, they put you're, they you're put Urshifu back because they to, they're giving you the other Urshifu. They're giving you, you you're paying just like they they make things easy over time. Here are more mints on the ground. Here is Armorite ore. Here is more. They they do make things easier over time, but let's not let's not pretend that they don't care about limiting your legends. So, but are you also then saying that you will only ever get get one Articudo Den spawn ever, and once that's done, you will never see another Articuno? Yeah, once you go through the Ultra Wormhole and you catch Mewtwo, there's no more Ultra Wormholes with Mewtwo anymore, right? It's gone. You did it. I don't know. I didn't do Ultra Wormhole. But right? So, what's so what's the your... difference of going through an Ultra Wormhole and going through a, a Raid Den? Besides but that like, you can do it with people. That's the only difference. 
But so what you're saying is, it, so do you think it'll be a hundred percent catch rate for the for the person for the for the person that starts the raid? If you go through a Landorus raid and you throw one Pokeball and you don't catch the Landorus, do you do the whole thing again? Like that—that's a bad experience. If like, if I really I mean, need a Landorus, yes, yeah, yeah. But if okay, so uh, this but, goes so back what? to your guys's original argument. If I convince three friends, hey, I want to do Landorus. Will catches the Landorus. I don't. Greg doesn't. Um, uh, Horcopus doesn't. What 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 is Will's uh, agreement to be like? Oh, I already got the Landorus. Why would I want to do it again? It took twenty minutes. I I want to go ride my bike. Yeah, I do want to go ride my bike. You're right. <laughs> like even even if everyone gets to catch it and everyone gets to throw one ball because that's how it's always been for Dynamax raids. If three of your friends catch it and you don't, we we know that people are selfish. So why do they want to help you do it? Again, I mean, there's a ton of people who do want to help you do it. There you are. Like your destiny problem. But but what I'm asking is, do you think that there are how many legendaries are there? There are fifty so, legends. There are only fifty dens that have these in here. And once you catch one, that den is shut down and you will never see another Articuno. No, yes. you know what? That's what I honestly think. honestly and truly, I think what now I'm putting all the pieces together. Here I've got a, a big board with pictures and and string and thumbtacks and, and all it's all tying together. Here's the answer. I finally cracked it. Because, and, and, and I blame Steve, you have ruined Pokemon. Okay, fair. Because you have 400 legendaries in Pokemon Go that you are going to transfer into Pokemon Home, which you could then transfer into Sword and Shield if you want. They're like, that's it. Legendaries are busted. Everybody get four hundred legendaries. They're not special anymore. Steve I mean, ruined it by I paid a dollar for every one of those. I paid but sixty dollars. You for paid four hundred dollars. You could have bought a, a put a good down payment on a PS five, but instead you've ruined Pokemon. This is what I think. Did you in Oris were there multiple hoops, or did when you caught one out of that hoop? Did it? Did that hoop disappear? Yes. Once you caught Azelf in the hoop for Auras, you could never catch another Azelf. Once you caught uh, Terrakian in the Ultra Wormhole, you could not catch another Terrakian. I don't see why this would be different. No, I mean it, maybe it's that way. But this is this maybe is... when you when if if maybe if it's like the leader of the party is the only one that can catch it, then when you go back, it says, "Hey, you can't be the leader. You've already defeated this den." If you if if it's like every single raid battle where you can only throw one Pokeball and you do not catch it, I think that is a bad experience for everyone, especially because it's not like you're going into Landorus directly. You are probably having to do five raid battles before that. And hopefully that is fun. We've done raid battles for the last year. We know what raid battles are. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to make them suddenly more fun. I would guess that you don't catch the legend at the end because you're, you can't guarantee to catch it anyways unless they're giving the host a 100% catch rate. And then when you defeat Landorus, for example, then Landorus will spawn in the overworld where you can walk up to it at any point and then catch it on your own. That would I like that concept. That would yeah. prevent people but from would 
would anybody who was in that raid be able to catch it up? That I, I don't know. I don't know how that would communicate back to the game. Because that's a really weird sort of, hey. Help me activate my Landorus. Ha- yeah. Well, that's help, better let's than. Let's activate Landorus together? Yeah, but that's better than like, hey, help me do Landorus. Oh, cool. You caught it. I didn't. You want to, hey, you, you want to help me again? <laughs> and it prevents the issue of, let's do Landorus. You got you three catch it. I'll reset so my Landorus isn't permanently gone. I just can't imagine the the, the game freak's gonna let you catch like fourteen Landorus. Why you already have? Yeah, yeah but they. I mean, yeah, but they made me pay a dollar every time. That's the difference. Nobody made you pay that dollar. <laughs> I mean, you chose. They to made do you so. pay fifteen dollars ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. The only reason I think that possibly the legends spawn in the wild is because we see Articuno flying over the trainer in the trailer. Mm. Yeah, but we didn't know if that's part of the story. Could be part of the story, yeah. We don't know yeah, what that it's is. Like, like, why is Articuno we look weird now? We can't base any of any of a, a one screenshot off of oh It wasn't a screenshot, it was a video. It was a video, but like it was two seconds. We also don't know how Kaylee Rex spawns or if that's yeah. going to be in a raid den. It's just, I mean, there's a lot of both ways it can go. I mean, it's a bad experience in a lot of ways. If, like, all these raid dens disappear and, like, the big selling point on Crown Tundra is all these legendaries are in raids and that's a limited time thing that is a very limited time thing for you enjoying this DLC unless there's a whole bunch of other stuff that they've added i don't i don't think the raids are going to be limited i mean catching 50 legendary pokemon there's no way you're going to be able to do that in a day especially if you have to do f- <laughs> cut to cut cut to the 23rd and somebody has done it all yeah maybe yep. but it, it, if they are restricted not maybe i guarantee okay. you but if you have to do five raid battles before yeah. you get to a legend raid battles are not 30 seconds well we don't know that you have to do those five we don't know that that we know that there will be endless dynamax adventures and we know that there'll be that but we don't know that there's always going to be a five ahead of time we have no idea if there's some that are just go straight to the legendary and some that are walk through stuff and then go like we have no idea what that looks like. Like we don't know what this heart up in the corner of the screenshot means. There are four hearts in the corner. What does that mean? Yeah. Uh-oh. Zelda crossover. I think the Dynamax adventure is how you get it. It says try swapping out your Pokémon as you explore uh whenever you seek the legendary Pokémon that lurks in the depths. And when you delve even deeper, Endless Dynamax may be the thing for you. Endless Dynamax lets you keep going until you lose. So specifically in the Explore the D- Pokemon Dens and Dynamax adventure, it says, like, how as you seek legendary Pokemon. I'm not saying every legendary Pokemon is going to be there. I'm assuming uh, Cash Register and uh, Reggie Drago are probably going to be more storyline focused, as well as Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Mm. More storyline focused, and probably Calyrex more storyline focused. But we see, like, we see Landorus in a Max raid. We see Tapu Koko in a Max raid. We see Reg Reg Regice in what looks to be a cave, which normally the Regis are always in a cave. And then we see the trainer using um, a Verizian in the snowy field. Well, that's not appropriate because Verizian is grass. 
I I, I think 50 unique raids for 50 legendary Pokemon is a lot of content. I don't doubt that. If it's not fun the first time, it ain't going to be fun the Mm -hmm. 50th time. That is my worry. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that the, the Hoopa thing was pretty cool. Although that was on a time limit, right? Like, it was only, like, certain rings spawned on certain days, and people yeah. would have to reset the clock. That was a little annoying. I would say the Ultra Wormhole stuff was fun. I thought it was fun. I know not everyone loved Ultra Wormhole. But, you know, if I was looking for Mewtwo, I knew I had to go to the... I think Mewtwo was, like, blue or yellow or something, so I would keep trying to go for yellows. I guess we'll know in, like, three weeks, so... Yeah. Yep. Uh, the ability patch is being introduced in Crown Tundra. You get a, you can get new, uh, in the Crown Tundra, you may get new items called ability patches. They're hard to come by, but worth the effort. If you use one on a Pokemon, the ability will change the species hidden ability. If it has one. Finally. With an ability patch and helping a max. It doesn't say if you can get rid of the hidden ability here, um, which is maybe the problem. With a, an ability patch and the helping of Max Soup on the Olive Armor, you can bring out the hidden ability of your first partner Pokemon that you chose at the beginning of Sword and Shield with the capability of Gigantamaxing as well. So, you can get a Grassy gir- Surge. Your, your starting Grookey can be Grassy Surged and Gigantamax and Minted. You can have it all. Finally. Now let me change the ball. Greg, you ask too much. <laughs> Come on, that's not too much! And then finally, uh, there is the Galarian Star Tournament. Once you progress far enough in the Crown Tundra, you will be able to participate in the Galarian Star Tournament held in Winden. This tournament is Leon's brainchild intended to fire up the spirits of the Galar region. Once you accept Leon's invitation, you will be able to pick a partner Pokemon among the many trainers you've met throughout Sword and Shield, as well as the expansion pass. Team up for multi-battle tournament, depending on who your partner and who your opponents are. You will meet, You will see a glimpse of new sides of familiar faces. So we have a new area. We have Calyrex. We have, it says new regional forms, but that's really misleading because it's literally just Slowbro. Slowking, sorry. Pokemon that well, didn't. The birds. No, oh, no, no. The true. legendary that birds, true, the, the Reggies. Birds. The Reggies. And two Reggies. Those aren't forms. Those are oh, true. new Pokemon. Those are new. We have Pokemon. Wait, that... I thought Reggie Steel and Reg Ice, and they all got new forms. No, no, two brand new oh. Reggies. We have Pokemon that didn't appear in Sword and Shield, like Sveal, Garchomp. We have a new Pokedex, so hopefully, we get something when we complete that Pokedex. We have a new clothing item. Cool. New Pokemon added to max, ra- max raid battles. New items. Uh, and then new co-op play mode, which is... Did they ever fix the numbers for the Pokedex for Isle of Armor? Fix the numbers? So, when Isle of Armor first came out, if you caught a Pokemon that is an Isle of Armor in the Isle of Armor expanded Pokedex, it did not have a Pokedex number. So, you didn't really know where you were in the order of Pokemon that were available in Isle of Armor. I don't... Th- I guess this is something I could find out for myself. I, that I was, was just an hoping issue. somebody would know. The issue was... No, issue. no, no. The issue was if you moved a Pokemon from home into the Isle of Armor, the Isle of Armor didn't recognize that you caught it. That was the issue. That's not my issue. My issue is I want to see a number up in the corner that says... 
I've got this one of this many that I'm expected to get, so I have an idea of what my target is. I guess I don't know what number you're talking about. Pokedex number. Yeah, it had one. It was like it was like uh, one out of two hundred and six or something. No, no, no. The original that you get the Galarian Pokedex from one to four hundred. Uh-huh. When you started catching Isle of Armor Pokemon, they did not have a Pokedex number. Mine did. They did not start at 401. No, 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 because that Pokedex is done. Two different Pokedexes, just like in Sun and Moon. You had the Melamele Pokedex, you had the Akala yeah, Island when Pokedex. I go, when I go in to look at my Pokemon in their boxes, there's no Pokedex number in the little spot where a Pokedex number is supposed to appear. Well, not all Pokemon it's have blank. a Pokedex number. Like, Poplio and Rollet don't have a Pokedex number because they're technically not in the Pokedex. But, like, Sharpedo <sighs> should have a Pokedex number for the Isle of Armor, I think. Mm-mm, it does not. Mm. I see what you're saying And now. I, raised this, I raised this issue to you a long time ago, and you're like, yeah, they, that's a bug. No, I, and the, then... bu- the bug was trading a Pokemon from home into it did not register properly. They did fix that. They fixed that. Well, thank goodness for that. They fixed that the same weekend they got rid of shiny Zamazenta in raids. People were hacking those in. I see what you're saying. Because it only goes up to 400. So, like, there's no 401 for, like, Sharpedo. Yeah. Yes. No, that, that has never been addressed. Which aggravates the heck out of You also cannot me. search for Poplio in, in the search feature, which is incredibly infuriating if you were looking for a Poplio to put a Primarina on your team. What? You can't when, oh, when you mean, like you, go you, to all boxes and you do like type moves ability Pokemon. If you go to Pokemon, you can't search for like Poplio Rowlet. They don't exist. Oh. So you'd have to like if you wanted to find Poplio, the fastest way to do it would be like search for like a Water Fairy Pokemon, or or go into Home and search from there, and then no. But if I have a m- bunch of Poplios in my thirty-two boxes, how do I find it quickly? Yeah. There is no way. Unless I mark it. Look, there better be new ribbons in this expansion. There will yeah, be. There you go. That's the important thing. Yeah, who cares about oh, legendary at Pokemon? At the end, you'll get a ribbon every 10 uh, eternal that you go through. <laughs> I just want more ribbons on my Pokemon. Is that so much to ask for? You'll get it. So complete the first 10 endless Dynamax adventures. You'll get Stage one, and then if you can get up to a hundred, you'll get a super ribbon. Wait, so wait, now we have mythicals, legendaries, and eternals. Greg, what is this? Well, the endless Dynamax adventure. So you can get a ribbon that says you have done the endless the endless endless. Restrictive sparring should have given a ribbon. It doesn't though. Nope. Well, maybe it does. Maybe if you get up to fifteen you get a ribbon. I know know you haven't restrictive sparred enough, you don't know. Keep going. Oh, I know. Keep going and see. All right, we're going to skip question of the week. This podcast is way too long. Rude. Uh, <laughs> save them all for next week. You Just copy. E- you didn't even. You I... didn't even talk about the hats. What hats? Hat Pikachu. What we? What? Do you, they're the same ones from Sun and Moon. Copy paste. That's copy true. paste. Copy paste. But they're available now <laughs> with codes. Three of them Look are. Three of them are available as of us recording. There, I think, are seven in total. There are people that rely on our news. Yeah, I'm tweeting it. I'm Instagramming it. Nobody follows your garbage social media. 
That's not true. Actually, somebody who I know from DC who is completely unrelated to anything in this podcast retweeted one of Steve's little infographics. And I was like, it's coming at me from all angles. <laughs> Can't get away from this. I've got a quick question of the week. Okay. How garbage was that awful music video? Oh, and my they spent their money so on, good. Some, on fixing the trees. Steve and I will do a special hour long dissecting everything that's in that video because it is so amazing. Perfect. Yeah, we'll save that for next week. The video was, okay. was fine. We'll save it for when Will is not angry. It was good. I watched it like 20 times. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Wait till fine. the next decade. <laughs> Pokemon of the week. Pokemon of the week. Last week's Pokemon of the week. It was a quiz. I'll go through this really quickly since we have been going for a long time. I'm going to go through all the questions. I will give you the correct answer. And then, Greg, you can tell me what the right answer is at the end. Steve, you can say chatot. Okay. Uh, question one. Which of the following types has been represented by only one starting Pokemon evolution? Fighting, steel, ground, dragon. Correct steel. answer was B, steel. Question two. Which of the following... And also, for everybody out there, Mega Evolutions are... Evolutions, a Mega Sceptile, Mega Charizard, both Dragon type. Yep. Question two. Which of the following types has been represented by only one starting Pokemon evolution? Poison, Dark, Rock, or Ghost? Ghost. Ghost, correct. That would be uh, Decidueye. Question three. Which of the following phrases is a mispronunciation of a phrase meaning to give specific focus? Horcopus, house cleaning, <laughs> hone in, shine a light on. Hone in. Hone in, yes, because it's actually home in with an M, not an N. Uh, question four. In fencing, the phrase on guard means the opposite of the Pokemon ability, wonder guard, no guard, magic guard, or friend guard. No guard. Correct, because on guard means to protect yourself, and the no guard ability basically means that you can't protect yourself. <laughs> There's no ability to, to avoid damage. Question five. The following anime character used this week's Pokemon in an episode before evolving it. Sawyer, Ash, Horcopus, or Serena? Horcopus. No. Horcopus used a charge-a-bug, dude. Oh, dang it. I forget. I it was go Sawyer. Through. Sawyer. All right, because Ash doesn't evolve anything. He, uh, he does sometimes. Occasionally. All right. Who is the Pokemon of the week? Chatot! <laughs> Chat up. It's Hone Edge. Hone Edge. You are correct. It is a steel ghost, ghost steel, hone edge, which means hone means to sharpen, mm -hmm. has the ability no guard, mm -hmm. and Sawyer had one in the anime. Uh, shuffle, real good icon. I like the red blade shiny, too. Yeah, good shiny. It's a good contrasty shiny. The amount of people... That came into my Twitch stream and asked why I wasn't using Magnipole on Honage was infuriating. Because Magnipole is an ability that outside of battle, if a Pokemon with Magnipole is placed in the first of the party, even when fainted, there's a 50% chance the game will force an encounter with a Steel-type Pokemon. But in Generation 6, the same generation Honage was introduced... Steel-type Pokemon with the additional ghost typing are unaffected by Magnet Pull. Mm -hmm. 
Correct. Yeah. And uh, the Honedge line are the only steel ghosts. So Magnet Pole does not work on Honedge. And the amount of people that were like, well, it worked for me, just, <laughs> just shows. What is that? Confirmation bias? Yep. Yep. It doesn't work. You can uh, deck. What was that thing called? Radar scan for Honage and Ultrasound Ultra. You're the one who does it. I've never done that. You mean Dexnav? Dexnav. No, 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 no. The the Sun and Moon. The scan the QR codes. Oh, oh, island scan. island scan. That's what it's called. You can island scan for Honage in that game. Um, or I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward to hunt it in Sword and Shield now. You can just literally see thousands of them in the wild area when it's foggy i think mm-hmm. hmm. what's our pokemon next week okay pokemon for this week short sweet easy out of all the fruit vegetable and food-based pokemon only one has a name that starts with the letter b this pokemon is based on a deep purple fruit grown in southeast asia it is difficult to find in the United States because it was banned for a very long time. Banned because of fear that importing the fruit would introduce a particular fly to the Americas from Asia. As it stands, the fruit must be ir- irradiated as part of the import process. The first and only time I ever tried to eat one, I bit into it, which you should not do, as its rind is basically wood. There you go. Is it just the eggplant emoji? Yeah, yes. Pokemon of the week is the eggplant emoji. Have you eaten an eggplant? No. <laughs> why? why would I? I like I like how his like whole thing is like, why would I eat an eggplant? Because they're delicious. They are good. Well. But their skin is not wood, actually. No. Their skin is edible. All right. Eggplant parmesan. Mm. No, no, you got to get the Chinese, like the the Szechuan eggplant. Oh, that mm. is very good. Ooh, Tea House hey. up here just does it so good. That's one of Brent's favorites. You are listening to this podcast before October 8th. Our Nintendo Switch giveaway is still open. It is uh, in the show notes if you want to click the link completely free to enter. Uh, we will be streaming Crown Tundra on the 23rd. I will probably be streaming till midnight when it comes out. But what I like to do is I like when... The people watching are ahead of me, so then they're not worried about spoilers. So everyone who is the hardcore can play the night it comes out, and then I will start on the 23rd at noon Central Time, and then we'll stream for 12 hours. So, you know, if you're watching, you won't have to worry about spoilers as long as you started before I did, which is probably very likely, unless you work, I guess. Also, I'm assuming the story is going to be, like, less than two hours long, just like Isle of Armor, (laughs) so I don't know how much spoilers there will be. Long stream on the 23rd when it comes out, twitch.tv slash pkmncast. We'll still have episodes. We probably won't do a miniseries. I don't think a miniseries was needed for the Isle of Armor. That episode on the 25th, we'll probably not talk about the story, and we'll save that for the first that gives you over a week. So yeah, October release for Pokemon. I think the last time we had that was X and Y. Sounds about right. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, yeah, that was October 13th, so. Yeah. Um, hmm. PKMNCast on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, I put out a YouTube video. Uh, a lot of people gave feedback that they liked the Ultra Beast conversation we had on the podcast. Um, and they thought it was interesting. And 
a good derail. So I expanded on those thoughts and I put it on YouTube with graphics and pictures and all that stuff. So that's on YouTube right now. Otherwise, Greg is at White Wing. Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake on Twitter. And this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. Super endless legendaries for all. All the legendaries, 50 at a time. Get them all. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening to another episode of It's Super Effective. A shout out to our producers this episode. Kevin, Casey, Liam, Patrick, Jetsy, Matthew, Kay, Catherine, Steph, and Courtney. And a shout out to our executive producers of Spencer and Anthony. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. If you too want to support if I cannot talk, if you too want to support this podcast, you can head it over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, or you can just head to ise.cash and you can support us as well. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week.